You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Bozeman. In this podcast, I'm sharing business systems and strategies specifically tailored to the bridal sewing industry so you can build your own modern and profitable bridal alterations business. Join me as I also get to chat with fellow seamstresses and share their personal success stories. I'm so glad you're here and that we can grow together in this unique trade. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress. It is about mid-March, and I don't know about you, but in my studio, things are definitely picking up, and I'm seeing more brides every week. The work is picking up, and I think this is a good time to take a step back and check on our fitting routines. How are we treating our brides when they come into our studios, and are we really providing them with the best experience we can possibly give them? So I'm really excited about this episode. It's kind of like a a reminder for myself, just as much as it is an encouragement for you. So um, we're definitely together in this one. Okay. (laughs) So if you especially are a bridal specialist and you only see brides as clients, um, this episode is going to be a lot easier for you to implement because once you take these few simple steps to change how you prepare for your clients, how you wrap up that relationship with them, you're going to just step into a really easy routine that you can you know, implement with every client that you see. Obviously, if you're not only working with brides, you may not use this with <laughs> all of your clients if you're like hemming their trousers or whatever, but this is... Uh, Uh, definitely specifically for bridal sewists. Okay. Well, let's get right into it. So the first thing I want you to consider is your first impression with your brides. Okay. So this is going to apply whether you're sewing out of your home or you have like a sewing studio or a storefront that you work from, wherever you work, you really want to consider your first impressions. Okay. So think about it. What is the first of your five senses that kicks in when you're in a new situation? Uh, For me, and I think for most people, I think this is a scientific thing. I don't know. I hope I'm not like throwing out like wrong science, but uh, my sense of smell is the first sense to kick into high gear when I am in a new situation. Is it the same for you? Okay. Um, My husband also tells me that I have a a very sensitive (laughs) sense of smell. (laughs) Definitely even stronger certain times of the month. Okay. I'm a little more sensitive. So when I'm in a new situation, the smell is the first thing that gets to me. So think about it. How does your sewing space or your fitting space smell. If you're holding your fittings at your home, you may want to consider like, what are you cooking for dinner uh, the night before? Or, you know, what are you making for breakfast that morning that may still be lingering in your space as the brides show up? Um, If you have a studio outside the home, same thing. You know, we have just our own smells about us. Um, The neighbor below me in my shop, they're like, they have an office. They're super nice people and they're always brewing coffee. So I love the smell of coffee, but I know also that it is just like a scent that's going to be noticeable when people like walk into my shop. So I try to take that into consideration. And I always have one of those like wax melt things going because I'm afraid of candles, obviously working with dresses, the dresses are to my right. So 
I'm just looking at them right now. Um, I'm afraid of having any kind of open flame around them, but I love having that little plug-in melter and it fills up the whole room. Like it just smells beautiful. Okay. So the first sense they're smelling something that smells really good and beautiful. Then you want to consider what do they see? What are the things that they're taking in when they walk into your space, whether it's your home or your, or your sewing shop. So if it's your home, I know that it's kind of hard to change the entire aesthetic of your home to appease brides, right? I totally get that. But um, as I mentioned before in an earlier episode with Fran Miller, we talked about how to prepare your home for fittings. So we really went into detail about that in an earlier episode. So for now, I just want you to think about that first impression. So for me, when a bride walks in, something that I'm kind of like self-aware of right now is I have those, um, those like, what are they called? The long tube, like fluorescent lights. And to me, they just feel like so abrasive. So I'm actually getting them changed this month, which I'm very excited about, but other than the bulb lights or the the tube lights that I'm sure brides aren't super hyper-focused on. um, I have some pretty furniture. I always like to have fresh flowers. I have pretty things on the wall and it's a very feminine experience. So I want the first impression to be you're welcome here. It's not over fancy. I thought I wanted it to be really fancy, but then I remembered that like, actually I'm not very fancy. So I try to have it like, you know, kind of cozy, but also very feminine and just feel special. So um, think about if you're working from your home, how you can just make that entrance from the front door to your sewing space. How can you make it aesthetically pleasing? It might just be like wiping down your counters in the kitchen, right? Or running the vacuum or um, making sure you don't have any shoes like piled up in the doorway, right? Just these little things. And um, every day when I come into work, I try to, I shake out my little doormat. I just clean up the entrance of the shop because I want it to like just that first visual impression to be very welcoming. Okay. Something else, another sense that we're going to uh, hit on is your sense of hearing. Okay. What are your brides hearing when they come into your space? And I know you're like, okay, this is kind of overkill, but uh, we are, you know, sensual beings. So I would like to incorporate all the senses if I can into the fittings. So I have a playlist uh, specifically for bridal fittings. And uh, my husband helps me with this too. We kind of (laughs) update this every few months and I have really sweet love songs from the past, like 50 years or whatever. And for my own sanity too, it's really long. So I'm not hearing the same songs like every hour, probably every four hours (laughs) when the repeats come, but I have a really nice long playlist and that's what I set all my fittings to. I have a little speaker, you know, in the background. So it's a soft, um, it's soft music and also a little, extra detail. I keep the speaker right by the bathroom door. So if a bride needs to use the restroom, she has the speaker right by the bathroom door and it's kind of covering anything that might make her feel self-conscious. So I got all the bases covered. Okay. So we have the visuals, we have the sense of smell, we have what you're hearing. And then of course, like, what is the bride feeling when they walk in? Do they feel welcome? How is your body language when you're first welcoming a bride into your space? So this is where I kind of want you to think um, a little like introspectively because we do this every day. Um, we see bridal dresses every day. We see brides that are so excited for their weddings. 
every single day. And so the tendency, especially during busy season is to be like, okay, okay. Pretty dress. Okay. You look great. Okay. And in and out of my space. Thank you. And we make it so rushed and we kind of forget. And like I said, this is totally me talking to myself just as much as I'm encouraging you. So I can definitely feel like, okay, on to the next client. And that's the last thing that I ever want to project onto brides. And I know if you are in this business, I know that you feel the same way. We always want to project a really relaxed and easy and comfortable fitting experience. So when I got married 10 years ago, I was like so excited for every part of the wedding process. And I remember like finding a seamstress. I didn't know really what I was looking for. And in my area, we didn't have any specific bridal seamstresses. So I, I went to a seamstress that was recommended by a couple other girlfriends and I totally felt like I was in the way, you know what I mean? Like I knew I was just another appointment. She seemed very frustrated with the dress with me. Um, she was like in a huff, like she literally was like sighing throughout the appointment. So it's just like, definitely not magical. So I, I want to create the opposite of that. I want it to feel magical and I want brides to feel like they are the only ones that I see all week, you know? So a few different ways that I do that is number one, I like to allow a full hour for appointments. Now, most of the time it doesn't take a full hour, but I like to know in the back of my mind that I have a full 60 minutes. So if a bride is kind of long-winded or she has a lot of questions, I don't feel like I need to just get her out the door to get the next client in the door. And if you feel like, okay, my time is precious. That is a long time to spend on one client. I would suggest offering um, packages that cover a fitting fee. So when I started um, implementing fitting fees into my service, it kind of took away the pressure of like wasted time feeling. Cause I felt like, Oh my goodness, this bride is paying for this hour and I'm going to honor this hour with her. And, um, it also helped pay for the extra little treats that I include in the fittings, which I'm going to get to in a minute here. So allowing that relaxed time frame is so important for you and your bride. And it really just, I think it helps me enjoy it so much more instead of trying to, you know, get two brides in an hour that totally stresses me out. And then if I need a little snacky poo after a bride, it's like, okay, there's no pressure. I can just have a couple minutes if she leaves early. You know what I'm saying? So allowing that gift of time is so, I feel like so necessary. So when the bride is in the space, we're just like going from like the very beginning of the fitting. Now we're in the middle. And then I have some tips for kind of your exit strategy too. Okay. So you're in the middle of the fitting. Okay. What is the bride feeling when they're in your dressing room? Your dressing room might be like a spare bedroom, or if you have a storefront, you may have a designated area as a dressing room. So wherever the bride is changing, you want to make sure they have a mirror so they can see if anything is like hanging out before they come out to see you. right? Um, In my dressing room, I have just some uh, words of encouragement about how beautiful, you know, the bride is, or just little messages on the wall on my wall art. So everything is very body positive in the dressing room itself. I also always offer a bottle of water. So I have a little like table in my dressing room, right? And on the table, I have a, a bottle of water, And I have like a little basket of mints and I also have hair ties. Cause I don't know about you, but I almost always ask a bride to pull their hair back. So I'm not like, you know, tugging on their hair when I'm like pinning things or whatever. And, um, 
I like to provide the hair ties so that it's not awkward. She doesn't have to like dig through her purse or whatever. And I found these really cute hair ties. Um, I forget what brand they are. I mean, I found them on Amazon. So if you know of a small business who makes these, I would love to support them, but they're the tiny little ribbon, um, hair bands that say, um, to have and to hold your hair back. <laughs> it's so cute. And so they're like specifically bridal. They cost me, I think like a buck each for a three pack. And it's totally worth it because the bride uses it. And then when she's done or when I'm, I'm done with her, that's part of her goodbye package too, is that little set of hair ties. So she has a little set of hair ties. And then I also have a little name card. Um, it's just a piece of cardstock that I folded in half and I make a little place card with um, their names on it or yeah, with the bride's name on it. And I've seen people do this in different ways. Like some seamstresses have those really cute, like felt letter boards um, that says like, welcome to your fitting, you know, Susie, whatever. But that to me kind of seems like it would take me too much time. And I know that I'm the type that like, if it is going to be too hard, I'm just going to quit <laughs> after a week. You know what I'm saying? So I use the little like half pieces of, or the, the card stock that I fold in half. And, um, when I'm not seeing the bride, I just tuck that into her bridal gown bag. And then it's like with her. So when I set the dress up for her next appointment, I put the name card out again. And it's just a reminder that like, we know that they're coming. We know their name. We're, you know, specifically giving attention to her instead of just like, okay, on with the next one, you know? So, um, I keep like a drawer full of those folded little cardstock tags in my drawer. So then they're just ready to go and pull out. Okay. So the fitting is nice and relaxed and you took your time with it. I don't know how your system works with how many fittings you actually offer, but for me, my package that I mentioned earlier, the packages that I offer all include three fittings. So I have that initial fitting and then the second fitting is like the check-in and make sure that everything is laying the way it should. And, and before I make any like absolute cuts, you know, that is what the second fitting is for. And then the third fitting is where the bride tries on the dress, make sure that it's all perfect and ready to go. And then ideally she takes the dress home on that third fitting. Now I like to schedule that third fitting, you know, a good two weeks before the wedding. So if heaven forbid, anything else needs to be done, we have that window. So I know that we can be very particular about how many fittings that we offer and our own routine. So whatever is already working great for you, I want you to keep doing that as long as you feel comfortable and your bride feels comfortable and seen throughout all of it. Okay. So the time has come for the bride to be, to leave you. Okay. And, um, we can talk more about the payment process or easy ways to get money from brides. <laughs> Cause one thing that I always dreaded was, um, uh, asking for that payment at the last fitting, it kind of like broke up the magic. Cause I was like, great. Okay. Um, do you want to give me like a check or are we running a card? It just kind of broke up the, you know, the, the mojo. So now I'm onto a cashless system. I've been doing that for a couple of years and it's like totally life-changing. So all the payments are done before the final appointment. And then, um, you know, when she puts on the dress and then she leaves, it's like money is not even part of this equation. <laughs> so it's just super easy peasy. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, but you may do something different. So of course, at some point during the last appointment, you're going to figure out the money situation. And then what I always like to um, finish the appointments or the, the relationship with is a little gift for brides. So 
you can work with your, with local small businesses. One of my favorite things to do or favorite things to encourage other bridal seamstresses to do is connect with other local small businesses because that is really how word gets out to grow your business. So we can be doing all this cool stuff online and on social media, but really your local community, um, the community is going to be the ones, you know, recommending you to each other. Or if you connect with other wedding vendors, they're going to be the ones to referring brides to you. So really investing time and effort into those local community relationships is so important. And like, totally invaluable in my opinion. So one of the things that I do with local businesses is I buy little treats wholesale. So what I mean by that is, um, not like cookies, <laughs> but little pretty treats. Okay. So, um, there's a, an, um, it's called the edit apothecary and it's here in the Olympic peninsula in Washington state. It's women owned and it's all organic. And I bought a bunch of their bath bombs wholesale. And then I had these really adorable, satin gift bags made up from another um, local printer that has my logo logo on it. So brides will get a little bath bomb, some cute crinkle paper, and then it's in my little satin bag with my logo on it. So I'm like giving her a gift, but I'm also supporting other local businesses. And then I, um, in the past, I've also worked with Frenchie coffee roasters. So they are local to Washington state, but they also work with small businesses around the country, they have the coolest idea. They make little samples of their coffee that features your business logo, business logo on the front of the bags. It's like the cutest thing. So they design a cute, you know, um, special coffee roaster, coffee roasting blend. I don't even clearly I'm not in the coffee biz. Okay. I'm in the bridal biz, but what am I trying to say? They make a specific coffee blend name based on your business. And then they use your logo to create a super cute, um, label and you can buy like 50 or a hundred at a time. And, um, they're under $2 each. So that is a great way to treat your clients and also support a small business. Uh, the name of that business is Frenchie coffee roasters, and I'm going to include their information, um, in the show notes, if you're interested in working with them. And, um, they were just, they were so great because they gave me a few different like sample labels to choose from. And I have a different label this year than I did last year, you know, just spice some things up a little bit. Um, but that was a really fun treat to give my brides, like a little coffee sampler. It made like a pot of coffee or whatever. Um, and it was so cute and unique, you know, and then there's another coffee shop really local to me that I'm working with them to get like a coupon for a free latte for my brides as their little exit gift. And you can totally do that too. Like whatever little, um, maybe you have a cafe or a coffee shop near you, or just a, a another local business that you want to connect with. You can ask for a coupon code or a free, um, a, a free gift that you can offer your brides that you can purchase at a wholesale price, just something to give your brides as a thank you. You know, you, yes, we are providing excellent work. This is a like a precious lost art that we're offering. So I understand that, you know, we want to, um, uh, we don't need to explain our, the, the fees that we're charging. Okay. I'm not saying this at all, but it is nice. You know, they're, they're investing so much into our business with 
their dresses, with their trust, with their money. And I just love the idea of like a little thank you. I see um, a lot of you on Instagram, you write little thank you notes to your brides. And I love that just a little note card to, to thank them for letting us have this super special part of their wedding planning, which is like getting the dress to fit their unique and beautiful body, you know? So a little, just taking that little extra step is adding a little extra gift. And this can all be under $5. Okay. So everything that I just mentioned, if you want to include a water, if you want to get those cute little hair ties, if you want to include a, a wholesale treat, whether it's coffee or a bath bomb or whatever, you're talking like under $7, sometimes under $5 per bride. And you can cushion this into your prices. Um, if you offer a fitting fee, this can be cushioned into your fitting fee. So it's not like an extra expense for you, but it can be part of your business model as a way to just show appreciation for your brides and make them feel special from the minute they step in your door to when they leave. So I hope this kind of encourages you. This is the time of year when things are picking up. I know for me, I'm sure for you and just take a step back and think, am I really making this the best possible experience for these brides because they chose me. So I want to honor them for for choosing me. Right. And I think too, by having that mindset of wanting to honor the brides, it really protects us too, from that, like bridezilla mentality of like, you know, sometimes we can hear these negative comments and and we really want to protect our mindset and, and love our clients because they're precious, you know, and we, we love what we do. You want to remember that like you stepped into this career because not only because you love to sew, I mean, you can do a lot of different things sewing, but there's a reason why you're working with brides. So don't forget that about yourself. You have the physical skills with your hands, but you also have that emotional gift. And this episode is all about tapping into that emotional gift of loving people. <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple, right? And then um, it's a good reminder too, when, when you have those, every once in a while, if you have a difficult client, you take a step back and you remember why you're doing what you're doing and why you're so good at it. And these are a couple extra steps to make you even better and make your bride feel even more seen and more special and more loved. So if you have uh, things that you love to add to your fittings to make it a more special experience, I would love to hear about it. So you can message me on Instagram at nadine.bozeman. You can email me nadine at sweet Francis sewing co, um, or you can reach out through the website, nadine at secrets of a bridal seamstress podcast.com. So there's a bunch of different ways to get a hold of me. Of course, you can also comment. If you're watching on YouTube, you can add a comment. I'd love to read that and know what you're doing because we all have different strategies or different ways to love our clients. So I'd love to learn from you. Okay. Happy March. Spring is coming. Last week we had like a beautiful sunny week and then it's like pouring buckets again today. So we just had that like little tiny tease. Um, if you want to learn more about putting together packages for brides, I love this topic. And I think it's so important because it sets your business apart from other bridal seamstresses in the area. It also is, allows your brides to understand explicitly what you offer. And it also helps raise your average ticket um, in a very fair way. And like I mentioned before, having packages with fitting fees or that include fitting fees that allows you to enjoy the whole fitting and not feel like, you know, you're running out of time or this is costing you something, you know, that you are 
getting paid for it. So you can just sit in it and and feel really at ease throughout each appointment. So if you want to learn more about developing packages, I'm going to have a free two day um, challenge or little mastermind course about creating packages that will serve your ideal client best. So I'm going to have registration open for that next week. And it's totally free. It'll be, like I said, a two-day event. We're going to have homework to do on the first day. And then the second day, we're going to come back and kind of compare our homework and make sure that you walk away with a complete package offering for all of your brides. So that is going to be coming mid-April. Next week, I'll have registration ready for you. And of course, if you're interested in any kind of business coaching for your own studio, or you're interested in joining our membership, I'd also love to hear from you. I already told you how to get a hold of me. So I look forward to hearing from you, whether it's to connect for business goals or to hear about what you do in your fittings. So please post in the comments or uh, message your girl because I'd love to hear from you. Okay. Have a great week and keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job already. Okay. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And if you're feeling really generous, leave a review. Thanks everyone.